Broadcasting from high above the reserve, this is Radio Harambe. As always, for tuning in to Radio Harambe, I am Dave McBride, broadcasting from the Radio Harambe studios, and joining me in studio, he's been, he is the world traveler once again, although he always comes back to the studio to record now. <laughs> Safari Mike, Mike, how are you? Jumbo Dave, how are you? I'm doing well, Mike. We thought we had a, we, 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 we haven't done a news show in a little while, and we've got quite a bit of news. I am absolutely clueless on what you have to offer for the world news. Some juicy ones. Okay, good. But uh, we've got some local news, some Animal Kingdom news. So let's get right into it, shall we? Um, Our first thing is the one that if you have been following Instagram or uh, whatever other antiquated social media you like um, that you are obsessed with, I'm sure you've seen... The photos and now the video. Uh, Disney has decided they are going to put this baby hippo on stage in a big way, and they've given him a name. Is it a him? It's a him, yeah. Augustus. Mm-hmm. And uh, once again, did not go with my long-standing suggestion of the name for an animal, Rody. Um, I don't. It works for male or female. I think it could be either one. Safari Mike would also be an excellent choice. I think that's a, not a great choice, but Rody's a good one. Um, and uh, But Augustus, they have. It's like Augustus Gloof. And for a while there, Mike, uh, I mean, Mike can talk this better than me. It was there, but they, and they told you it was there, but they don't give it a name because. Well, it was by its mom. They, right. did, they didn't pull it from its mother to uh, give it an examination. They just let it bond with its mother for the first few weeks but uh they were able to you know give it to make sure it was all happy healthy and all that and they checked out what it was and there you go we have i can't a boy um, it has to be a nerve-wracking thing to pull a baby from a mother hippo for the first time a 1500 pound hippo or whatever the heck it is yeah i can't imagine i don't want i'm sure the person who has to does that do that drew the short straw but uh, just today, just um, I know at least on the Instagram feeds for sure um, that Disney has been uh, showing some video of the new guy. Um, I saw him there a couple of times. Um, they show him walking around on ground. Each time I was there, the, the baby was out, but it, I mean, you, you hardly could tell because it was, you know, nestled up against its mama um, and not really... There to see, but there, but you always had that. There was always a handler or two or three um, looking out onto the hippo uh, exhibit right on the Kilimanjaro safari. So, if you're lucky enough and you find any chance to snap some good photos, please send them to us. Um, you can send them to uh, jomboeveryone at gmail.com. And uh, with your permission, I will post it on our various sites. But uh, it does look cool. 
That's for sure. Mike, you going to get a chance to see it this weekend? You're, uh, you're heading down there. I hope so. Yeah, you're heading down there. Just for a very brief visit. Yeah, I've been there for about <laughs> three or four times already in 2018 yeah. uh, for a couple of long visits. But uh, it's been tough. It's been tough to see the... Um, the baby tigers too, although I'm hearing they're out more often now just this week mm-hmm. uh, than they were even the week I was there. So I guess I just drew the came at the wrong time for this well, kind of stuff. But I'm back like next week. Yeah, I'll be back in a couple weeks, and I'll bring my big camera if they're out more <laughs> and take some good pictures. But uh, uh, this was a weird one, and Mike sent me this article, and I didn't quite know what it meant until I read it. I guess Otterbox is now a sponsor of the Wild Africa Trek? Yeah, so where you see signs for... Was there a sponsor before? No. Oh, okay. Brand new sponsor. I'm not sure what the deal is. I know Otterbox has... are releasing... There's some sort of new corporate partnership with Otterbox and Disney. Okay. I mean, there are going to be new, like, uh, Otterboxes designed... For various theme park specific things, I know they released only one so far, which yeah, was, it was a castle, one Cinderella's castle yeah. with the, a flying Dumbo over it. Uh, presumably, you know there'll be others, maybe even Animal Kingdom ones. Um, but they are the sponsor for the Wild Africa Trek. I guess the idea being you're going to want to protect your phone as you're out in the jungle. Um, yeah, it's sort of a. I mean, Otter Box is sort of like you know, if you live a rough and tumble life, you want to have an Otter Box. Oh, I, I no. I, I don't know that I agree with that. I mean, I, I know people who have phone cases that are for that sort of life, yeah, um, and they're not Otterboxes. Uh, Otterboxes are better than your average, uh, you know, than those things that you pay 50 bucks for at, at Disney. Next time you're there, yeah. go into one of the stores that has, like, the camera stuff and things like sure. that. And you'll find all the iPhone cases. Right. They're I've seen iPhone cases. Remarkably expensive. Oh, really? I've never looked for really. a little piece of plastic. It's I never unbelievable. Um, that's why I don't have one. Uh, so let's let's continue. So Otterbox will be the new Wild Africa Trek. I'm sure that means with their corporate dollars, the price for the Trek is going to go down. Um, we can only imagine that, right, Mike? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have a couple of little uh, little sad note here. Um, a couple of the entertainment acts. Are ending um, just now. I mean, if you're not uh, yeah, this week uh, one of them was gone, and I think the other one's gone at the end of the month. Yeah, if you haven't seen them uh, yet, you're, you better get down there soon. Uh, the two of them are there's a, a Chakranadi, I think is how Chakranadi Chakranadi, um, which is also the name of the river that goes around Kali River. Oh, okay, there you go. So Chakranadi, which is the um, sitar yes and drum duo mm-hmm. that plays just like. Right next to the Yak and Yeti. Right. Um, and then the other one is the uh, Discovery Island Sunset Serenatas, mm-hmm. which is the... Um, Harpist. Yeah. With, kind of like a rock and roll harp player. Yeah. It's called the Paraguayan harp for some reason. Like, yeah. I don't know why that is. From Paraguay, I guess. But I, I guess it is. That. Yep. Uh, um, <laughs> he's incredibly talented. They all are. Sure. Um, but it, we, we did... We did got s- the Evo. I do think if I go if I go back in my um, in my archives of the show, I do think both you and I said once they announced all of these entertainment options that once the um, once the Pandora area opened, that some of these might get cut back a little bit because oh, there maybe. is a lot. 
Yeah, there's but, a lot. Yeah, there's a lot out there. There's a big show that goes on. What's the name of the show? What's the what's the, the, the carnival? The, yeah, with the Viva Gaia. Yeah, kind Viva Gaia and Carnival. It's a carnival. Yeah, there's a big show out there. I mean, there's got to be something in Asia. I'm surprised there's not. But the problem with Asia is the the layout doesn't lend itself to no. any place to really have entertainment. Now, you remember you had a DJ there for a while whose yep. name escapes me, and then they yep. had these guys who were yep. fine, very kind of. Yeah, they were more laid back, which is more very appropriate so. for the area. Yeah. Um, but yes, but other entertainment is coming. Other entertainment is coming. Do we know what it is yet? Uh, I do. I can get that. F- I can uh, talk about it right now for you if you'd like. Is this an extension to the uh, the news? It was the news? more world news, but I can delve into it if you'd like. No, let's hold it for the world right. news then. I always like when we can bring the animal kingdom into the world news section. Uh, beginning February 13th, uh, we will get, which is just last week, um, you're getting now a chance to go behind the scenes at uh, Rafiki's Planet Watch. Um, that's the the vet area, mm-hmm. so to speak. Um, it's a test, a complimentary. Now, who was the last time you used that word? Complimentary 30-minute experience will be offered throughout the day. Uh, specific backstage locations will alternate so that each experience will visit two of the following four areas. The hospital, the science center, nutrition center, and the invertebrate building. It's interesting that they're doing this because mm-hmm. they have they do have paid tours back there as well. Um, that are longer than a half an hour. Yeah. Uh, you can register at Rafiki's Planet Watch. Uh, first come, first serve. They can accommodate 16 guests. Anybody can go. Um, pretty neat little little addition. I, I like this idea. I, I, you know, bring, bringing, bringing sort of the interactive in out there is a great idea. So, cool. It is. It is. But? It's part what? Uh, you, you sounded like you had a butt for that. No, no, no. But it's, <laughs> it's part of more of the party for the planet thing, which I think we're talking about in a few minutes. Oh, I see. Okay, I, I I get where you're going. Let's do that now, then. All right, um, go. so because that's Earth Day, and, I, and, yeah. and Earth Day is gonna be probably Earth Week. No, <laughs> no. Actually, I know a little bit more about it. Let me tell you about it right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Let's it go. Came through out it. today. Okay, let's go through that. Then, then, then you take it from here. Okay, because my my information's old. I didn't do it today. Yep. So the party for the planet, which is something they typically do on Earth Day. Um, is going to be extended because it's the 20th anniversary of the Animal Kingdom. And the expanded celebration will take place from April 22 till May 5. So it's a couple of weeks. Okay, good. Guests can attend um, conservation talks by animal care experts and participate in what they're calling enhanced interactions with some of them. Rafiki's Planet Watch will be the center stage and part of this tour. Enhance interactions with the animals or the handlers? Uh... They say animals. Okay, cool. I don't know what that means. Nah, but, well, means probably somebody's going to come out with a mm, rat no, We'll get to that in a second. Okay. Um, Rafiki's Planet Watch is center stage for this, and it includes that tour that we were just talking about. Right. That's cool. So during the 20th anniversary. So I'm not sure how long this tour will last. Oh, I see what you're It started saying. awfully early. They've already started. It's February, and this party for the planet is only starting on April 22nd. So I'm assuming it's going to go through at least May 5. Well, and and what we said in the um, in the in the article in the uh, the story about that tour, it is a test. Um, so they could just be doing it for a couple of weeks and then not do it again until April. That's true. Well, you know, they just true. be seeing how many people they can put in and out, and whether or not it's too in- in- disruptive to what's going on behind the scenes. You know, with the right. other tours, the pay tours, and stuff. So. So cool. So so we have everything we need. We we got everything we need to know for the party of the planet. No, no, okay. much much more. Let's go. Guests can I know also there's dance parties, right? There's always dance parties. Commemorate right? their visits to the theme park with special photo opportunities. 
They what? can step into an oversized picture frame se- celebrating the park's anniversary. Other photo frames include the Reverse the Decline uh, initiative. Cool. Um, kids can get a limited edition badge as part of their Ooh. Wilderness Explorers program. Get out there, kids. This one is interesting. Party for the Planet will also include six different Tiffin's Talks themed dinners hosted by animal experts at Tiffin's. So that may be interesting. Yeah. Reminds me a little bit of when you could uh, have dinner with a keeper at the Sanaa. Um, there's also a limited edition adventure guide. Cool. Merchandise. What's an adventure guide? I believe that's just the map. Okay. That'd be my guess. Okay. Uh, also a special edition print created by Mr. Rody himself. Nice. He will be at uh, the park on yep. April 22 from 1 to 4 to sign prints of that at the Discovery Trading Company. Cool. The, um, the, the shop. May have to buy one of these prints and then send somebody things, over there to get it signed. Uh, one of which I was alluding to before, and that was the. Oh, and I was going to talk about it world news, but I'll talk about it now. And that is a dinotastic celebration with Donald and his friends will premiere Memorial Day weekend in Dinoland USA. So after this, I'm not sure why they included it in the press release. I, I, I heard this as part of a um, incredible summer. Yes, that's what I was going to get to. And okay. I'll talk a little bit more about the Incredible Summer later. But this dinosaur-themed party celebrates Donald Duck's discovery that his bird ancestors were dinosaurs. Cool. Go, Donald. Is he going to have a dance party? Dinoland USA will feature colorful new decor and playful character greetings, including rarely seen pals like Scrooge McDuck wow. and Launchpad McQuack. Wow. And Dave, as you alluded to, a DJ-powered dance party with yeah, mixed teams capping the nighttime festivities. So they do specifically say nighttime festivities. When in doubt, have a dance party. And we also know on April 22nd will mark the debut of the brand new show, Up a Great Bird Adventure. Well, you're skipping all over here. Featuring, well, this is part of the press release. Right, all right. Featuring Russell and Doug from the Disney Pixar animated comedy film, Up. Say it again. Up a Great Bird Adventure. I thought the title was actually Adventurers Meet Up. Well, this is what I'm reading here. I don't know. Okay. Uh, the show will give guests the chance to see you yes. know, Russell and Doug, and it will feature free flying birds. There's concept art which shows like a peacock on stage, some weird dressed people, Doug, Russell, and basically the macaws flying all around. So that is the various things for um, that were released today regarding um, you know the party for the planet as well as basically the Dinoland thing. Yeah, the party for the planet is like as Mike said, it's something that they've done uh they've they've kind of called the, you know, it's an anniversary of the part of the uh, of the park, but it's also um you know, the Earth Day celebration. They've always kind of put it all together and 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 that's not unusual by any means. Um what is unusual though is to have it as big as it is. It's certainly um but it doesn't seem like an over the top Anniversary celebration, like some you of know, them. No, it's the merch. Be. Have you seen the merch? It's not yeah, bad. well, there's always merch, Mike. Right, it's always it's merch. Not, well, it's not for the 19th anniversary, but no. But in some other anniversaries in, in other parks, we've mm-hmm. had you know, like Bob Iger come and speak. Uh, and well, I mean, like who that, knows if know? he's going to do that? In the I tw- mean, he might. I guess he might. Yeah, I guess he might. But um, it, it would seem unusual for him for for the, for that at least to not be uh, you know in the. Uh, <laughs> In in the in the itinerary for the day, um, but yeah, it looks you know it's pretty cool. If you're out there, it's again, it's one of those things where um, you know if you're not you're not going to go for it, you know, you're not going to go 
fly down there specifically for right. this kind of stuff. But if you're in the area, it's going to be neat. Uh, the Tiffin Talks thing kind of... That's interesting. Took my. If there, there's a lot of stuff in here that kind of between the animal care thing, the Tiffin's talk stuff, mm-hmm. um, the enhanced animal encounters, as you said. I mean, the photo ops, the merchandise, hey, the dance party. That that stuff is just off the shelf stuff they right. do for every celebration they want. But these other things, um, you know, bringing the animal part into it, uh, you know. I've looked at all of this, and I have. I don't see any blue people anywhere in this. There's no, you no know, blue people. No. Yeah, there's nothing. So, so they are celebrating the history of the whole park mm-hmm. um, and the animal side of it, and I think that's great. So, so cool. I, I, I was a little worried that for their Earth Day this year, they would somehow try to figure out how to shoehorn in <laughs> uh, the 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 blue people. Right. But I'm glad they didn't. So, anyway. Um, Bef- what, before yeah. we move on, there's actually one other thing about uh, this uh, anniversary. Okay. But to do it, we have Uh-oh. to play America's Favorite Game. All <laughs> right. Coming out. Yep. All right. Unforgettable elephant encounters delve into the wondrous world of the park's largest inhabitants during a one-hour Caring for the Giants uh, tour. And finally, VIP viewing of Rivers of Light. Watch the park's newest nighttime show from the water of a comfort of a premium seat so okay. essentially you are getting and it will let me tell you a couple other things um that's what you get but you um the, the experiences are spread throughout the day they begin at 11 a.m um you have to be four hmm. years or older and um if you're under 18 you have to be with an adult um you know there's i can you go on the website to find out how uh to book it okay but dave that's your tour. Okay. Guess how much it costs. So it doesn't sound like a tour. I mean, it sounds like it's part tour. Well, it's called a tour. So but it's essentially you're getting the the Rafiki's free for Rafiki's thing that we were talking about. For, okay. The caring for the giants. Okay. Uh, this on its own, go out and see where the Purple Martins nests. I don't know. Doesn't say how long it'll take or anything like that, but you okay. go out and see what they do. Okay. And then you get VIP seating for Rivers of Light, so you don't have to use a fast pass for it or whatnot. Dave, guess how much that costs? $125. Dave, Dave, Dave. <laughs> the price is... That doesn't sound good, Mike. A whopping... $59. That is really good. It's not bad. I mean, how much was the general caring for the Giants? Uh, 30 with my discount was oh, 25. See, I thought it was 50. Nope, 25. Okay. That's good. I would sign up for that. Sure, absolutely. You get the, then you get the behind, I mean the the Rafiki's thing is currently free. That's fine. I right, understand but, that, but right. you know whatever. You get to see the Purple Martins thing and then you get VIP seating for Rivers of Light. I mean, how much is that worth for you? 20 bucks. So you're in So you don't the, have to stand in line right, if you don't if you don't have a fast pass. Right. You're buying a fast pass. Basically. Buying a fast pass for and caring for the giants in a complete package with a couple other odds and ends. That's basically what it is. 60 bucks is not bad. Uh no, no, I think it's good. I, I mean, b- between that and the caring for giants price, we're we're getting a couple of, you know, premium or or extra pay uh, granted. I don't think you should have to pay any more than the money you already pay for anything there other than food and that kind of stuff. But um, it's reasonable. It's the second reasonable experience like that they've done, and I looks, like that they're doing it. looks like you check into the same place you check in at um, Caring for the Giants. So that's probably what you start with, but I don't know that for sure. 
I'm looking to see if there's any discounts for, um, you know, annual pass or whatever. I don't see that listed here, but uh, check into that. If you if you decide to go, you know, tell them your AP or Disney Visa Chase or whatever, DVC, you might get a discount. I'm not sure. You do with caring for the Giants, so you might with this. Um, I've seen the 20th anniversary T-shirts that are out. Right. Which there's there's one that I remember seeing yeah, there. That's all right. Um, that kind of like a pink, yeah. It's like a baseball, yeah. shirt, yeah. Well, there's, um, uh, yeah. Is there? Have they released there's, any? There's a handful. I've seen a few different ones. They have other pictures that of what's coming out or not yet. I saw pictures of, pe- of people seeing them in the stores. So there's oh, okay. a couple of them out. All right. Let's see. Did I miss anything here? Uh, what do you name this? Are all the three caballeros? Did we mention that? We did not. Okay, so. <laughs> the two caballeros, yes, just two, Jose Carioca and Panchito, are uh, now joining the uh, Carnival, which we mentioned before. Which we, we mentioned the Carnival, yes, absolutely. I don't know why Donald isn't going to be there, but he's not. He's over in Dinoland, I guess. I don't understand why Donald can't come over there. Um, seems a little weird to have the two caballeros, but hey, I'm not. You know me, I'm not one of the. Uh, Big fans of meet and greets, and it's not going to be a meet and greet anyway, I guess, right? It's just going to be them dancing and goofing around. So, I mean, it's a cool little addition. I just wonder how many kids won't know who they are other than, oh, those are those birds that are in Donald's ride at Epcot. Right. Um, But that's a cool little addition. I like when they bring the the obscure ones out. Sure. Um, Am I missing anything? Did we get everywhere? I believe we got everything. Okay. World news. You got 38 seconds. Okay. That's fine. Dave, they announced recently there was a D23 in Japan, and Disney announced the opening date for Toy Story Land, which is, of course, the big Hollywood Studios um, you know, land coming this uh, summer. The date is officially June 30th, 2018, so in about, what was that, four months from now. Um, there was a shared piece of, uh, or a piece of concept art, excuse me, that shows the new entrance to Toy Story Mania. Yeah. You can see some overhead shots now. Where's there, so Toy Story Mania entrance will no longer be where it is. It'll be on the other side of the building uh, in the middle of Toy Story Land. Um, the park, they've also said that on the, well, I don't think this is official, but this is what has, this is what's running through the rumor mill. Um, the park will be open from 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. on June 30th, the day it opens. Following that, the park will be open daily from 8 a.m. to 7, uh, to 10 p.m. Excuse me, and will also offer a daily morning extra magic hours from 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. Uh, beginning on June 30th. This is very similar to what they did for uh, Pandora when they right. had um, extra magic hours. Those those were at night, um, and on Fridays that month mm-hmm. of uh, July, I guess Hollywood Studios will also offer evening extra magic hours from 10 p.m. to midnight. Finally, the other piece of addition, uh, um, other additional information that we have heard is that the Slinky Dog Dash, which is the coaster. kids' roller coaster, uh-huh. you, the um, height requirement will be 38 inches. Oh, little guy can get on that one. And um, Alien Swirling Saucers. Right. Which many people have had fun with the acronym on Twitter, which uh-huh. I find annoying. Uh-huh. Uh, 32 inches. No, I like that. They should have They should have thought of that before they did it. I'm sure they did. <laughs> So, uh, 
you need to be 32 inches to ride ASS. I um, there's two things that come to mind. Sure. One, one uh, I, I, a couple, actually three things. The first thing is, this was announced on Good Morning America, and I never watch Good Morning America. Well, but it was actually re- at the d- but for Japan reasons I can't understand. I happened to have Good Morning America on, and we came out of commercial. And this this announcement was being done on Good Morning America, so that was kind of cool. I got to see them there. They had kids on there all saying, "Oh, right. it's going to be the greatest thing I've ever been to." I'm so excited, you know, all that kind of stuff. But it was kind of neat. I'm looking forward to Toy Story Land. I am. I, I think the concept of it, it looks really neat. Um, it's a kids area. It's a kids area, which which that park desperately needed. Very desperately. Um, and two rides is not enough. But I hope they put in a playground well, area. Or I guess something technically like that. there are three since Toy Story Mania will be part. Right. Of it. Well, yeah. Uh, but I hope. But I, I was hoping they would be putting in a you know a big playground size site type of thing. You, you know, like, like a boneyard kind of thing. Yeah, that would be you, good. This would be a perfect spot for it that. It would be good, especially since they had one there for so long. And even uh, like a little water park or you know like yeah. Well, uh, they had the Honey I Shrunk the Kids playground there for ages. Sure, that, that was, was you know kids like that. When my kids were little, they liked that. Yeah. So th- so this this would have been a good spot. I haven't heard anything about it, so I don't think it's happening. I'm unaware of that, correct. That's a miss, uh, in my opinion. But um, And I also don't think that there's going to be the buzz around... Excuse my pun, no pun there. Intent. Was that a pun uh, intended or no, not intended? No, not intended. Right, uh, there's not going to be a buzz around this one like there was for the... Um, Pandora because I don't I just don't think the rides are going to get the kind of press that the no definitely not they're you know. uh, they're you know laid back yes the dog coaster the slinky dog coaster will be fine looks like a cute little coaster the other thing it's looks bigger than like Goofy's uh, Barnstormer but no yeah. no big Thunder Mountain right and the other thing looks like uh, oh it's a kid it's an off the shelf ride that you get at a carnival just yeah. into the, the what, aliens. I can't can't think of the name of it. Yeah, they twirl around. So they have one of those things in Cars Land. I can't think of. Yeah, the name I can't of think of the name of it either. But um, so so it's not going to be anything huge. But but it looks like it's themed beautifully. I mean, just the few pictures you see, it looks looks pretty neat. Got a lot it's of. It's fine by me. Yeah, cool. It's fine. Toy Story is great. Uh, also yes, at D twenty three, Dave. Uh, a little bit more information about Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. When is that supposed to open? Well, they told us it's going to be two thousand nineteen. So it's not okay. going to be the uh, anniversary of. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? The 50th anniversary of the resort of the okay. whole, of the which was sort right, of right, 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 right. thought about, but obviously they're going to try to open it to sort of help with the lines going nuts for uh, Star Wars Land, which is off obviously mm. also 2019. So they're hoping to open this around the same time. Mickey's uh, Runaway Railway will feature a new catchy theme song, if you care about that. I don't. Created especially for the attraction, as well as a new experience that defies logic that Disney is calling 2.5D. No glasses required. I don't know what that means. I assume it's just video screens, but I guess we'll find out. On the attraction, the fun begins when you see the premiere of a new cartoon short with Mickey and Minnie getting ready for a picnic. I can only assume that you'll see that in the queue like you used to watch the movies at the Great Movie Ride. And as you head out, they drive alongside a train and find out the engineer is Goofy. And then one magical moment lets you step into the movie and on Goofy's train for, and then hijinks ensue. So um, <laughs> you are entering the uh, realm of a Mickey Mouse cartoon short. And that is... And hijinks ensue. All right, and hijinks ensue. And that's the uh, sort of the little blurb. The biggest thing, I think, is they told you it's going to be open in 2019, I think, is the most important thing. Yeah, that. yeah. Um, I, you know... Good. So this, I'm, 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 I'm looking forward to it. I mean, once, once, once Star Wars is there, the rest of this stuff becomes filler in my mind. 
You know that. You know how I feel about that, Mike. Toy Story clearly is something to bring the little kids. Because I think the two Star Wars ride, the two rides in Star Wars, I'm sure, are going to be Mm e-tickets. Probably have height requirements. Mm -hmm. So at least you can take the kids when they're done waiting online for four hours to get into Star Wars. You can go walk around Toy Story Land. Here's the... I don't want to sound like a, a downer on this because I'm I'm really excited about the Toy, Toy Story Land. I'm I mean I'm going to be there in, in early August and I'm definitely going to try to get over there okay. and see it and I'm and I'm, I'm excited about it. But um, I think when it was first announced, we were all kind of hoping it would be sort of like Cars Land East. Um, it doesn't seem like that's the case. No, not at all. So I mean, even though um, I mean Cars Land has a great uh, e-ticket. So does uh, Toy Story will have an e-ticket, um, Toy Story Mania. I'm not as big a fan of it as some people are, um, but uh, but it's going to have it. It's going to have a couple of kids rides, just like Cars Land does, but just doesn't seem to be um, to have the same kind of thought or immersive experience that Cars Land has. But we'll see. I don't want to, you know, they're just not comparing to now, you know. Right. They're not talking about it in those, in those regards. So what's next? Let's talk... Well, Dave, when you think of February, what do you think about? Um, it's cold. It's cold? It's cold. What else? Um, it's hockey season. Hockey season? What else comes uh, every February? It's almost time for March Madness. Almost. Uh, let's see. President's Day. It's in February. Uh, that's true. Um, let's see. Is there any fun Canadian holidays? I can't think of any. I don't know, Mike. What do you think? Well, I don't know if Canada has a fun holiday wrapped around this, but every February, Disney increases its ticket prices. Ah, yay! (laughs) For Valentine's Day. That's right. They do it for Valentine's Day. Uh, Tiered ticket pricing continues, as well as, uh, well, let's just get to the nuts and bolts of this. Uh, The Magic Kingdom went up $4 for a regular day ticket to $119. The value (laughs) ticket went up to $2 to $109. And the peak season went up $5 to $129. The other three parks saw their regular ticket go up to 114. That's a seven dollar increase. Increase. The value is 102, and the peak is 122. Annual passes also went up. I won't go through all of the. There's a lot. Needless of them, to yeah. say, it ranges from like 20 to 50 dollar increases mm-hmm, depending mm-hmm, on the pass. Mm-hmm. Parking also went up from two dollars from 20 to 22 dollars. Jesus Christ! And preferred parking went from 40 to 45. <laughs> And the minivan. It's only been out for a couple of weeks, it seems like. This is funny. Went from 20 to 25. This is funny. This was their attempt at an Uber. Yeah, they're trying to get the Uber stuff right. Is it cheaper to Uber around the... Oh, much, uh, much cheaper to yeah. Uber. Yeah. yeah, much cheaper. So why would you buy a minivan Plus, for you don't have to. You're not stuck just going around inside the resort. But if you wanted to, like if you're... If you're if, You've said this before. If you're staying at the Jumbo House and you want to go have dinner at Ohana, uh, I'm a big Ohana, fan. Of Uber. Big fan. Right? You Uber over. Oh, 100. percent And what would that cost you? Ten bucks, right? Yeah, about that. Yeah. Throwing a couple of dollar tip. How could the minivan be doing well? But maybe it's just because people. <laughs> I'm, who knows? I think people are a little gun shy about using Uber. Some people are. Yeah, I, I think they, some they people will are. assume that you know, unless it's a Disney cast member, so we know we're going to be safe. It's not going to be some sort of lunatic. It, and it is, let's be honest, Mike, it is a coastal elite type of thing. People uh, who are yeah. not coastal elites <laughs> like you don't Uber around their towns because they just aren't that many. The Uber, Uber is a, Uber is a, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, a urban thing? 
Definitely. Right? I so would say. Yes. so uh, people who are coming there from, you know, oh, not from, from like, New York or Boston right. aren't really familiar with Uber. I suppose so, I mean, people are getting more familiar with it daily, but yeah, I'm sure they are. But but or but uh, but but I think that um, a lot of people, you know, who come to Disney who are not from New York or Philadelphia or places where they Uber all over. Sure, I mean if that brings in, in that of kind Tennessee, of there's no Uber. That that brings in that what you were saying before about people are a little squirrely about, about it. a little yeah, gun shy about it. So you go to this service, pay a lot more, and you get the same thing, and you get the minivan, and you get a. A, a really minivan. loudly painted van to go on, which I, is kind of neat. I do like the minivan. I do, I do like seeing them. I think they're fun. They're, they are cute. They're 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 interesting. I wish they were a little bit more reasonable. But I have ridden a minivan. You have. I have. Are they plush and nice? They're fine. <laughs> What's next? Uh, let's go back to D23. We've de- derailed a little bit with all the uh, ticket prices. Right. D23 Expo in Japan, which is where they announced the Pandora of, uh, stuff initially, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bob Chapik shared a brief update on Guardians of the Galaxy coming to Epcot. <sighs> he called it a family attraction. I don't know why. <laughs> but then he said it will feature a brand new innovative ride system and will be the longest enclosed roller coaster in the world. How is it Family. I don't it's know. It's a roller coaster. I have no idea. Okay. It will also feature a unique story cre- currently oh, cre- being a unique story currently being created by Walt Disney Imagineering. So what that tells you is, we want to build the Guardians of the Galaxy ride. We're announcing it now. You guys figure out how to do it. Right. Um, Which is kind of what they did with Pandora. We yes. bought Pandora. We're putting it in the Animal Kingdom now. Figure out how it works. Right. And a couple of years later, they announced it. Right. Right. This they actually had like a. Constant- and that's kind of where we are now. As opposed to before, where if you know about the history of Imagineering, Imagineers developed ideas. That's sure, where the whole blue sky contest right, came from. Yeah. One guy say, this is an idea. Another right. guy say, this is an idea. And Walt would say, I like that one. You could throw out it's being simplistic books by a million guys. <laughs> a million Imagineers have written books. And they'll all tell you about these meetings, and these pressure cooker meetings, you know, where you had the ideas to come out with and the development of these things. We don't do that anymore. Instead, now the suits in the board um, decide which intellectual property is going to need the most or going to benefit the most from a ride as part of its marketing plan and then we hand it over to Imagineering to do the best we possibly can and I've gotten into many an argument with um, Disney fans over this ridiculous Guardians of the Galaxy idea uh, which I find to be as intellectually insulting, should I say, as the whole Frozen idea was as well. Yeah. Um, and what they're going to do is they're going to labor to produce a um, park that has absolutely no theme and absolutely no way of pulling itself together, and it's going to be this, that, and the other thing. And if one of these e-tickets fails, hits the ground like Mission Space did, mm-hmm. then then, they're, well, then they've wasted all this time and money and energy, and they have to start all over again. You know, and they're gonna have a are gonna have a park that they don't really have an idea of how this whole thing is gonna work or how they're gonna move forward. Right. And and uh, and this 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 is a, uh, uh, yeah. The I way mean, you are with Frozen, the way you were with Frozen in the Maelstrom is the way I am with Guardians of the Galaxy. Not what it's replacing, because I thought what it re- was what it's replacing was a dreadful thing. See, that's but um, I good. cannot stand the concept. Yeah, and if they wanted to do a futuristic concept, there are so many opportunities Wally. 
to do it. So many opportunities to do, to do something that fit if you had to do an IP. Right. But that's not what they want. What they want is, oh, what's the movie? That, what movie can we do that's making a lot of money? Well, Guardians is. Let's make put that in. Right. Everybody's going to love it. And it's going to be a great experience. It's going to be interactive. And it's going to be immersive. And everybody's now shoehorning into nonsense. You shoehorn it into wherever it goes. And then, you know, now you're going to have this mishmash of a park that's just going to look ridiculous in a few years' time. Yeah. That's, all, that's all it's going to be. The, the counter argument that you always get from... Pixie dusters or whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. Or whoever. I mean, it's not even pixie dusters. The one thing is Epcot was ruined years ago, so what difference does it make now? And that's true. That might as well put a good ride in there. And that's true. And number two is... If you're what you were Epcot to, purist, right. of which there are many, ones who are into the whole uh, idea of future world, especially a future world purist, uh, though now it's extended to the World Showcase. But um, And I think part of what you're saying in terms of insulting our intelligence is... To the Epcot purist, where they throw out this thing that um, Star Lord, like Peter Quill's character, oh, visited Epcot when he was a ten-year-old boy, and here's a picture of him. Oh, that's great! I mean, it was just like th- trying to throw a bone to the people who love old Epcot, and it's just stupid. And the other thing is what you alluded to is that, well, it's replacing Animal's End Energy Adventure, which was a stupid ride anyway that nobody went on. So who, what, why do you right. care? You're getting a better ride. That's what you always get. But they they, they missed the point. Of uh, the complaint, and that is undermining the entire theming. You have to come up with a theme. They change the theme. I mean, they've kept the theme. I mean, I don't care what people. There have been obvious derailments of the theme. Nemo, I'm looking at you. Yes. Soren, also, pretty much. Yes. But they've also tried in recent times. I think the new test track was a real attempt at keeping the. Sure. Theme of Epcot Mission Space, the theme of Epcot, the okay. new space restaurant coming, the theme mm-hmm. of Epcot, and apparently maybe something we're getting at Wonders of Life, which I'll talk about right now if you'd like. Go for it. Um, rumor, well, not rumor, Disney has announced that they're no longer using the Wonders of Life Pavilion as a festival center. Right. And of course, that's sparking everybody thinking, oh, there's a new attraction coming here. That's my, uh, that's the wildlife here you hear in the <laughs> background. That is um, interrupting us, but uh, we will let him do that today. <laughs> okay, so so Wonders of Life. Right. It's no longer going to be the Festival Center. It's been for years. I think 10, 12 years. We're Flower and Guard. They do events oh, it's and been, stuff yeah, there. Oh, it's been, yeah, all of that, yeah. They're not using it anymore. So people are thinking that it's going to be overhauled for another attraction. I don't know if this has anything to do with the space restaurant or not. I don't think so, mm. but I don't know that. Um. But Let's see, Mike. What tidbit. could it be? Is is Black I, Panther available? Uh, Black Panther is not available. Oh, okay. It is. You have to put that in in uh, in uh, Harambe Anim- Animal Kingdom. Anyway. Rename all yeah. take, overwrite Harambe with Wakanda as oh. the uh, name. Uh, it is not. It is Black Panther was originates from Fantastic Four, which is part of Universal. Okay. And he's also part of the Avengers family, obviously. That's which true. Which is part of Universal. So they cannot use him. Okay. Boy, that's a stretch. What? The Black Panther began life as as a Avengers character. I thought he began life on his own comic book. Incorrect. He began actually wow, his, I didn't his know first that. appearance was Fantastic Four something or other, like in wow. the '60s. And then he was okay. a very early uh, Avenger, like way early. That I knew. In, in like again in the ni- mid to late 1960s, he was 
one of the first that so uh, that saves us from the inevitable overlay of Wakanda correct yeah well, that's good to know because that that makes me feel better perhaps Poe Dameron visited Epcot Center in, when he was a youngster so anytime I've said um, that Disney should buy out these Marvel rights I take it all back don't do it it's not worth it Mike is right don't buy out the Marvel rights because that's exactly what they're going to do is they're going to turn Harambe into Wakanda. Right. <laughs> Maybe we'll get a big hero six. That wouldn't be so bad. Yeah, what could be what 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 you Wreck know Ralph? They're getting a new movie coming out. I mean that, it's isn't that a video game? It's a video game, although the new one is called uh Ralph Wrecks the Internet, I believe. So it's more of a internet kind of thing. So you could do a computer pavilion with Well Wreck here's Ralph. the thing. Like when when this is the whole purpose of this well this is the whole purpose of this conversation. When Epcot began life when future world began each one of the pavilions was supposed to be showcasing the um uh, developments in a certain field of you know of life or of human behavior you know whether it be communications or the sea or the only one that was kind of off kilter was imagination um that was the only kind of like uh you know stretch there um but all these things were part of the same you know and they worked out of the same story this is what makes it a theme park. You build a theme right. for the entire park. Hence the adjective and theme. Exactly. Park. And then you create a park based out of that theme. That's what distinguishes Disney from Universal, from Six Flags, whatever you may be, because they've right. always done that. They have areas that have a story and a backstory to it and the backstory is what feeds the whole thing and it brings the continuity together and that's why we love it so much because it goes beyond what the normal well, theme and, park and can do to be fair both we universal are, parks are uh have a more s- themed starting to to take the, yes and epcot has just thrown the theme away so right and they're doing it on purpose now i mean they just yeah now they just don't care all bets are off yeah, now, now any theme or any, any, you know, and I'm not even going to go into Walt's concept or anything like that, or, you know, I don't want to get into that, but um, just the idea of how a theme works right. for a for a half of the park, right? you know, if you want to build a new theme and you want that theme to be, uh, you know, uh, great space movies of the whatever, then okay, then let's do that, but let's do that. Let's. We got to stop calling it Future World now because it's just not that anymore. Right. And, you and have to stop come pretending up with a, that you're. Yeah, we got to come up with a new name. Right. I, and I really do think they need to do that, Mike. I think when this opens, it we need to drop the Future World. Um, so leave the name Epcot, but drop the Future Epcot. World. And if you want to come up with a new name for that area, go ahead. But it's not Future World anymore. Discovery World. Whatever. Whatever. But it's not Future World. We throw a couple of other. Shaky yeah. Go ahead. Get you off uh, you're, off your rant. You're well off your 38 seconds. A couple of things, other things from D23 from other parks from around the world. I'll be very brief about that. Yeah, because the I'll rock never and roller coaster in um, Disneyland Paris is going to get an overhaul and become an Avengers ride where you're zipping <laughs> through with uh, Captain America, Spider Man, Star Lord, and some cool. others. That actually sounds pretty cool. Yeah, it does. But what I what, what, what isn't there? Couldn't, couldn't they do like Star Lord there, and then you could have you him, could like, put in the that. tape you for you? Of course, you could do put that. in his tape, and then you can hear all great seventies classics. But then, does gone. that fit the nineteen thirties Sunset Boulevard theme? Though? No, but neither no, does Aerosmith. No, um, that's true. Hong Kong Disney is also getting another Marvel attraction, so everybody but us are, is. Well, uh, that's Ant Man and the Wasp attraction really? coming over there. 
and Pixar Pier. Is that which a is thing that people want? Ant-Man, Ant-Man and, and the of course Wasp? Of course. Pixar Pier wow. the, uh, is opening on June 23rd. That's, of course, at Disney's California Adventure. Right. The roller coaster is being rethemed to the Incredi Coaster. And apparently a future it's attraction rough. themed to, to Disney's Pixar's Inside Out is coming. Really? Yes. Cool. No more uh, information on that. Well, uh, they yeah. also gave a little information back to <coughs> back to Disney Excuse World me. about the Star Wars Resort. Uh, they said it's the first of its kind resort. We all knew oh, that. I've seen some of the pictures on this. This is going to cost a fortune. Yes, it is. They do say we'll combine luxury, hence lots of moolah, with complete immersion into an authentic Star Wars yeah. story, guests journey through space, fortune. where they start where everyone departs together for a multi-day Star fortune. Wars adventure by boarding a starship alive with characters and stories that unfold all around them. Uh, guests immediately become active citizens of the galaxy, can dress appropriately. Every resort window will have a view into space. The opportunity for immersion will be all around you, and for somehow, some way, they say it will seamlessly connect to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, the stupid name of the ho- Star Wars land area. Now, when you are, a, 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 when the natives are getting restless around here, you can hear them. Um, when when you are, um, when it opens, Mike. Yes. Um, regular rack room rate for a non-holiday time. Mm-hmm. What what's your over under? Think it goes to room rate. Oh, I don't think there's going to be a room rate. I think it's per person, like a cruise. Really? Oh, absolutely, because you get all the food included too. Uh, so definitely a room. Rate. I mean, you never. It's essentially a cruise that doesn't go anywhere. So what are you thinking? Per night. Per person, three hundred dollars. Three hundred dollars per person per night. Well, I think it's, I think you're probably in the ballpark. Family of four will cost you a thousand bucks a night. I would think that's probably about right. Which is about what the Disney Cruise Line costs you. All right, and again, a little more, more if, than that. But. If you are not have it, you don't have a room. <laughs> you are not going to be allowed in the resort. I'm sure of it. Yeah, I don't think so. I either. mean, how could they be completely immersive if people? Or walking or right, 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 right. A goofy hat and their bags from the from the resort. I don't see how that's possible. So I I, I understand. You're right. Okay. So what what else? One more thing. Okay. Dave. This summer, and you alluded to it before, is incredible the, summer. Summer summer two thousand eighteen is the incredible summer, Dave. The Incredibles take over Tomorrowland at the, the Magic. best Fantastic Four film ever made. I'm I am not that fond of Incredibles. <laughs> it's the best Fantastic Four film. Ever made. Well, I mean, Dave, <laughs> there were three terrible Fantastic I'm Four movies. I'm just saying, it's the best Fantastic Four movie ever made. Uh, I'm I, fine I, with I that. Liked, I liked it more than you, but uh, uh, yeah, not it's one not one of my favorites. It's not one of my favorites. I thought it was the middle part where they were trying to hide their superpowers was dull. Yeah, it was. It was. It was a good concept, a neat movie, but um, some of it wasn't as great as some of the other ones. Much higher hopes for Incredibles two, which is coming out, I think, in November. Yeah, it's coming. I thought this summer. Was it the summer? Uh, uh, who cares? It doesn't matter. But it is this it's year? Not, that's not the, the the point. Let me see if I could see. No, I don't have it written. Um, but I have more hopes for the this sequel because they could delve right into the story. You don't have to have the whole build up. Comes out June fifteenth. Oh, there you go. Much like uh, like Spider Man with two with uh, Doctor Octopus delved right into a good story as right. opposed to sort of the build up. So um, I'm looking Just forward to that. Yeah. But anyway, cool. So that's it. No, no, I'm not done. Oh boy, Incredibles take over tomorrow. Oh, oh, oh right, right, right. Yeah, the rest party it, right. with Mr. Incredible, Elastigirl, and Frozone. Um, My favorite. 
Edna Mode, the greatest superhero costume designer ever, will also be in appearance. Uh, the characters will appear throughout the land. Each evening, guests can enjoy, again, a super dance party on the Rocket Tower stage. <laughs> we already talked about the up thing coming to uh, the uh, <laughs> Disney's Animal Kingdom, so we don't have to delve back into that. But Epcot is getting something. Well, it has absolutely zero to do with Pixar. Cool. The Guardians of the Galaxy, oh, Dave, your favorite. Take the stage at Epcot. Oh, Star-Lord and Gamora from the Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy will join a, quote, alien band, end quote. All right. Taking guests on a journey through the cosmos at the America Gardens Theater. The party okay. will feature hits from awesome mixtapes one and two. Oh, the uh, soundtracks, of course, for the two Guardians of the Galaxy attract uh, movies. And this, of course, if it, it's trying to build up the excitement for the Guardians of the Galaxy attraction opening up 100 this. years from now. Okay. <laughs> but that's it. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. So uh, I guess that's it, right? That is we're all it. done? That is a world. So you're all, all up to date. You're all, uh, you're, you're all uh, caught up in your Disney news. Uh, Mike is going down to the, to the Animal Kingdom next week, and I've been there a couple of times, so maybe the next show we'll do a little... Little rundown of our thoughts. I want I want Mike to do a um, a six months on or almost a year on Pandora relook. What do you say? A relook? Why? Well, I just want to see what you think this time around. It's been you know you you haven't been there in a while. I was there a couple months ago. <laughs> was there in November? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. If you have any terrible idea, if you have any questions or comments about the show, you can email us. I am at uh, jomboeveryone at gmail.com. Can I say something else? Yeah. If anybody has any thoughts about the new show, the Planet Watch that we've been doing, have anything? They oh want, yes. Have anything they want me to touch on? Uh, we've done pandas. My that next was our show. Last show. Yeah. My next show. I'm going to do rhinos. But if anybody has any thoughts and you know requests, I'm taking requests. How about taking re- we'll put it that way. I got one. Go ahead. The Yeti. No, 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 no. Real animals. Well, according to David Attenborough, this could be a weir- real <laughs> you saw animal. That email, huh? I did, and I'm go- and uh, we we got an email from a listener. Great email. He I think sent Nick, right? Nick. Yeah, he sent me this link about. Um, about uh, David Attenborough's comments on uh, the Yeti and the possibility of the Yeti. Uh, Nick uh, has not moved me in one bit. I have actually heard that from David Attenborough before. Uh, I didn't listen to it. What does he basically give me the oh, no. uh, like one-sentence synopsis? Uh, he's using um, very old evidence to suggest that the possibility is there. He's talking about photographs from the 1930s okay. and the uh, tooth from Gigantopithecus. Well, Dave, in fairness these are to older Dave, things. In fairness to that Dave, not you, Dave. Right, David, He's, Sir David. Sir David is getting a little long in the tooth. Oh, don't go after Dave. All right, I've He's had a brilliant. And you're not going after a brilliant host. Please. But uh, he might be losing it a bit if that's what he thinks. If he thinks the Yeti's really out there, send your emails or your tweet. You could tweet Mike what you think at, uh, at Jumbo Everyone on Twitter. I'm at Radio Harambe. Join us on Instagram too at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Facebook, we're there. Jumbo Everyone, all that stuff. So for Safari Mike, I'm Dave McBride. Quarini, go well, and thank you for listening to Radio Harambe. Now, <laughs>